Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. The term legend is often overused, but when it came to Maradona, it couldn't be more fitting. On Wednesday, we were deeply saddened to hear of the passing of Argentina's football icon, I'm Adrian Durham and join me for this very special edition of TalkSport Daily where we pay tribute to a true legend, Diego Maradona. Diego Armando Maradona was raised in a shanty town on the edge of Buenos Aires. When he joined his local club, the coaches didn't believe he was only eight. The maturity of his play caused them to ask for ID. The young Maradona, who idolised George Best, made his professional debut just shy of his 16th birthday. By 20, he'd led his hometown club, Boca Juniors, to the Argentinian league title. The first of two world record transfers came in 1982, when Barcelona paid £5 million for Maradona. In his time at Camp Nou, he won the Copa del Rey and the Supercopa de España. Perhaps his greatest moment, though, came during the 1983 El Clasico at the Santiago Bernabeu, when Real Madrid fans applauded him during a virtuoso performance. Maradona had a volatile temperament, and after a brawl in the 1984 Copa del Rey final, his future at Barcelona was over. Another world record transfer followed, this time to Napoli. The city of Naples was in the doldrums, and European football expert Andy Brassel says when the Argentines signed for their team, he was given instant messiah-like status. At the time when Diego Maradona arrived at Napoli, the club needed him and he needed them. He'd had a bit of a chastening time at Barcelona. So the love that he got from uh, Napoli and the city of Naples meant a lot to him. But he was a transformative player. There's no other way of, of looking at it. Success at Napoli had to wait, though. In the meantime, Maradona used the international stage to cement his place in history. He captained Argentina at the 1986 World Cup. In the quarter-final, he scored both goals in a 2-1 victory over England. The first was the infamous Hand of God. The second, a weaving run, a masterclass of dribbling, a thing of beauty, later voted the goal of the century. He has Borchaga to his left and Valdano to his left. He, doesn't, he won't need any of them. Oh, you have to say that's magnificent. There is no debate about that goal. 
that was just pure football genius. Maradona was named player of the tournament and lifted the trophy as Argentina beat West Germany in the final. He returned to a Napoli side that was being built around him. He led the club to two Serie A titles and three cups. He left Napoli in 1992, having stints at Sevilla and Newell's Old Boys and Boca Juniors in his native Argentina before retirement. His skill and achievements led many to wonder whether he had been the greatest player to ever play the game. German legend Karl-Heinz Rummeniger was the losing captain in the 1986 World Cup final, and he is in no doubt. All my old friends here in Bayern uh, have a big favour for Pelé. But I believe when Maradona played football, it was more difficult to play football. And he played in, in Argentina, Spain for, for Barcelona, and then after in Napoli. Off the pitch, Maradona was often a troubled character. He took cocaine, leading to fines and a 15-month ban from football at the peak of his playing career. Later forays into management included two years in charge of his national team, but success on the touchline never came. In 2017, 442 named him the greatest footballer ever. Andrew Murray from the magazine told TalkSport why. The single-handed difference that he made to teams that maybe wouldn't have reached the heights that they did and had the success that they had without him running the show completely by himself almost. Maradona was outspoken, controversial and flawed, but with a ball at his feet, he was, as those famous lines of commentary said, a pure football genius. A truly sad time for all football fans. On Drive yesterday, we shared some of our fondest memories and we heard from the wonderful John Watson and from Tim Vickery. Very sad indeed. I mean, I knew he had a blood clot in November and he wasn't in the best of health, but this came as a big shock uh, to me this afternoon. In fact, I was at that match commentating uh, against Belgium in 1986. Uh, he scored two goals in that game and they were both absolutely fantastic. Probably not quite as memorable as the uh, hand of God goal in the quarterfinal or indeed the second goal against England, which Bobby Robson, the England manager at the time, described as a bloody miracle. I mean, and he was on the pitch. He was capable of miracles. And I'm just trying to place him. I, my, I've been caught a little bit short here in, in the time, but among great players of my generation, where does he stand? Well, I'm thinking of Johan Cruyff. I'm thinking of Pele. I'm thinking of Bobby Charlton. But I think Diego Maradona um, would be uh, comfortable in any of, the, of those categories because he was an absolutely brilliant footballer. I mean, on the ball, uh, going past players, I can see him now, that, that bulky chest of his. He wasn't a tall man, but my goodness me, he had some strength. And he could go through an entire defence on one run and score. And of course, uh, he was the captain of the Argentina team, which won that World Cup in 1986. But uh, he, was, he came from a very poor, impoverished background in Argentina, in Buenos Aires. And of course, uh, he, was a, he was a famous player for that club, River Plate. And in 1978, uh, when that World Cup was held in Argentina and he was only 16 or 17 um, there were people wanting him to be put in the Argentina team then but Cesar Luis Menotti the manager decided it would be a bit all too much for him well it was the only thing in his life that was too much for him because he went on and became an absolutely incomparable footballer I think you can tell the history of South American football through Diego Maradona firstly South American football is is introduced by the British 
it's then reinterpreted by the South Americans, uh, especially for those players of a low center of gravity, which really defines Maradona, that low center of gravity. It was difficult to kick, and boy, people tried. And <laughs> that uh, reinterpretation by the South Americans led to international triumphs and international recognition for a region of the world that is is, is pretty much starved of those things. So uh, there's so much of the history of, of, of South American football in um, in Maradona, uh, the heights that he that he that he touched in the '86 World Cup. Um, I'm just too young for Pele, but I've never seen anything like it. Uh, I'm not sure there was anything like it in a World Cup before or since. Someone being able to play at that level, at the highest level, in those games. When you talk about um, certain sportsmen who take on the pressure and expectation of a whole country and Messi's trying to do that with Argentina and has been trying to do it with Argentina for over 10 years now. Diego Maradona did it with Argentina and won a World Cup. He did it with Napoli and won two titles and a cup in Europe as well. So he not only took on that responsibility, shouldered all of that, but he was successful with it as well, which is absolutely incredible. And I go back to that 86 World Cup, and in the semi-final, after the quarter-final against England, the semi-final against Belgium, he ripped them apart. There's a sensational photograph of Maradona with about five or six Belgian players in front of him. He absolutely tore them apart, to the point where the Belgium keeper at the end of the game, Jean-Marie Pfaff, raced out of his goal at the final whistle to swap shirts with Maradona. This is a World Cup semi-final he's just lost, but that's how highly he was regarded by other footballers. They go on to the World Cup final. The irony is he didn't score in the World Cup final, but he was brilliant again, and Argentina won the World Cup. Maradona effectively won the World Cup. Now, you fast forward from 86, 24 years on, South Africa World Cup, and I'm there for talk sport, and I'm in Ellis Park in Johannesburg, about to watch Argentina-Nigeria. I'm in place, waiting for everything to get underway. It's about an hour and a half before kickoff. Diego Maradona's the manager of Argentina. Yep. And an hour and a half before kickoff, the place is packed, not just with Argentina fans, but Nigeria fans as well. The place is awash with colour. It's absolutely magnificent. It's a, such a spectacle. Great stadium as well, by the way. But Maradona comes out onto the pitch. He does a lap of honour, the slowest lap of honour you've ever seen. But he does a lap of honour and everybody... Everybody, whether Nigerian, Argentinian, South African, neutral, whatever, everybody is lauding this god of football, Diego Maradona, as he slowly makes his way around the perimeter of the pitch at Ellis Park. They go on to win the game 1-0. It wasn't a success in the end, Diego Maradona managing Argentina, but I'll never forget that moment. That told me this whole country of Argentina, this massive country in South America, Argentina, to a man, to a woman, every single one of them, loves Diego Maradona. Going at them again. Brilliant run by Maradona. Fantastic goal. Unbelievable. Bigger than football, wasn't he? He walked into a stadium. The whole place was just almost in uproar before he got the ball. I think you can tell the history of South American football through Diego Maradona. That's a poor clearance. Maradona with Shilton. Looked like handball, that. Maradona celebrating and the goal's going to be given. I belted him two or three times in the game and I thought that's him done. He was off the pitch for four and a half minutes after I whacked him once. And when I turn around, he's warming up on the side of the field, ready to come back on. I'm thinking, what the hell have I got to do to stop this man? He was just phenomenal. He was built 
like you wouldn't believe. Like a little eel, he comes away from trouble. Little squat man comes inside Butcher, leaves him for dead. Outside Fennec leaves him for dead and puts the ball away. And that is why Maradona is the greatest player in the world. What he done in 1986 was absolutely fantastic. I don't think Argentina was a candidate to win the World Cup, but he went there and basically done the same that he done in, in Naples, in Italy. And yeah, he was an icon, football icon. Obviously, he was Argentina, so he represented a lot more for us. Piede sulla palla, la specie, parte il tiro, rete, rete, Maradona ha segnato. Magnifico calcio di punizione da parte della formazione napoletana. Diego, 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 Diego. Berlin, in the history of football, there was something comparable to the rise up that Maradona has meant culturally for the city of Naples. I have uh, no difficulty to say that Diego Armando Maradona in the last century has been uh, the most significant uh, cultural uh, person for the city of Naples. Going at them again, brilliant run by Maradona, fantastic goal, unbelievable. World class in the best sense of the phrase. He understood the game on a different level. He knew what other players would do before they knew what they will do. He was placed on the level of a religious icon. Over to breakfast now with Alan and Ali, where they were joined by Trevor Stephen, Mark Haightley, and Maradona's former Argentina teammate, Ozzy Ardiles. I consider myself extremely privileged to have played in that, in that 86 quarterfinal in Mexico against him. He just couldn't get near him. You know, yeah. it's, uh, he was just too powerful, too, too ahead of the game. He could just saw things that other people uh, could maybe see but couldn't do. He could do, he could see it and do it. Uh, and, and he did win literally that World Cup, didn't he, on, on his own for Argentina. Best player I, I would say that I've ever seen. Uh, Pele was just... Uh, the generation before, uh, but Maradona to share that pitch with him was amazing. You know, because it was it was a hundred degrees Fahrenheit wow. midday in Mexico City at <coughs> uh, nine thousand feet above sea level. Uh, these are not conditions where you should be playing football at all. Never mind, you know, a World Cup quarterfinal. And and I was gone in the game literally. And he and he picks the ball up. You know, this was following the hand of God uh, goal. But he picks the ball up in his own half and has only one thing in his head. That yeah. he's just going to yeah. keep running with it and see see where it goes. We arrived in Italy at the same time. First time I came up against him would have been very early September, October of '84. It was the ideal day for us, Milan going down there because it was in the middle of a massive big rain thunderstorm. Yeah, <laughs> and he, the ball wouldn't run. But what he did on that day, the first thing, honestly, that really did stick out for me, the ball wouldn't run. The game should have been postponed. Ended up in a nil-nil draw, I think. Everybody left with, with about 40 minutes to go. He was flicking the ball up and just running, keep, doing a keepy-uppers. <laughs> wow. Honestly, it was ridiculous, the stuff he was coming out with. 
an absolute, I mean, a, a character, you know, one of the greatest players to ever play the game. Every time we were together, we were together many, many times in a lot of different countries and so on, but always around the but incredible amount of people. He arrived in London, for example, and Heathrow, Heathrow for example, come to, to stand still because Diego have arrived. He was this kind of uh, person. So wherever you go, I mean, we went to a restaurant, he we was just enormous, enormous amount of people. Ah, and he will, everyone wanted a, a little bit of, of him and he was very, very happy with pictures and autographs and so on. He was no problem whatsoever. Yeah. I think that would be his legacy. He was a man of the people, I would say. I mean, I think it's going to be very difficult. Um, yeah, it's going to be very, very difficult. I'm so, oh, sorry. Um, he, he is a big, big part of, of my life. Yes, that he went because Diego was uh, incredible, incredible special. I will remember because outside the pitch, he was his sense of humor. He was an incredible, funny guy. He made he made me his his confidence. He would ask me everything, a lot of different questions from politics, religion, personal life, and so on. So to have been in that togetherness with Diego was something very, very special indeed. He was a really kind of happy, beautiful kid, quite vulnerable. Not the person you kind of expect him to be now. And Maradona, there he goes. Maradona, he's done it once again. He won, you know, the Scudetto for the first time ever with the team. He won the World Cup, becomes the best player in the world. But all of his problems really start there. Like a little eel, he comes away from trouble. Little squat man comes inside Butcher, leaves him for dead. Outside Fennec leaves him for dead and puts the ball away. Part of the appeal of of Maradona was his very vulnerability, his, his fallibility, the fact that he would he would he would keep falling down and he would keep getting up again. Maradona going at them again. Brilliant run by Maradona. Fantastic goal. Unbelievable. In Naples, it was just off the scale because of there was, it was an unfashionable club, and he made them the centre of the footballing universe for for two or three years, and and he was always the centre of the footballing universe wherever he was he was always the story and and you know that's a, a both a blessing and a curse he was bigger than football wasn't he you know and, and still remains that way and i think it's just been an absolute delight to have him in around football being part of it and delivering exactly what he has over the years a lovely play there as redondo tries to go through there's a shot glorious goal He's done it! Maradona! And look at these emotional scenes! There is something extra special about The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.